0: Welcome back to Via the Source, where you can get news about the entire NFL and, of course, the Miami Dolphins. Fins up. Here's Steven, your host. What's up, guys? Today's date is September 19th. I'm Steven Masso. As always, you're listening to Via the Source. Now, in today's episode, we have one of the more exciting recaps that we're going to have probably all season, maybe even longer than that. The Dolphins defeated... The Baltimore Ravens by a score of 42 to 38. And if you're on Twitter, you're already well aware of how significant of a game this was. This is one of them. I've seen polls, I think Dolphins Talk had a poll over there where fans were saying that they cherished this victory that we just saw against the Ravens more than they do like games like the Miracle in Miami. That's how significant of a game it was. It was unexpected, it was unprecedented. And it was unreal. The Dolphins' Week 2 victory right here against the Ravens was a historic victory, and we're going to go into that in several ways. This was a game that could very well signal the beginning of a new era of Dolphin football, a style of gameplay that we haven't seen from this team, very literally, since Dan Marino was the quarterback of Miami. The Dolphins, for years, have been completely devoid of offense. When things would get out of control on the defensive side of the ball, or the team was behind, they simply just never had the offense to fight back into games. The Dolphins were down by 21 points in this game. Baltimore was in complete control. It was something the Dolphin fans have seen now for decades. It's hard for me to fault any fan for believing that this game was gonna end in that typical blowout fashion that we've been accustomed to, but the Dolphins in this game, their offense, came alive in a way that we haven't seen in years. Dolphins quarterback, Tua Iloa had what likely is gonna be one of the top performances of his career up until this point. Definitely the top performance of his career. A potential, I would say, career-defining moment battling back in the second half of this game to put the world on notice that he should be in that same conversation as guys like Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and some of the other young quarterbacks that we've seen throughout the league. So Tua in this game, he would finish with a career-high, get ready for this, a career-high 469 yards passing, six touchdowns, and two interceptions. The last time a quarterback had six touchdowns in a single game was Patrick Mahomes all the way back in 2018 against the Los Angeles Rams. So Tua for right now, currently first in the NFL in passing yards, and that is by far. Uh, He has 739, he is tied for first in passing touchdowns and he's third in the NFL in pass yards per attempt. Not only that, he is first in the NFL in passes of over 40 yards and he's fourth in the NFL of passes of 20 plus. Tua in the fourth quarter alone in this game, 199 yards in four (laughs) touchdowns. There are guys across the league that didn't even record that throughout the entire game. He had that just in the fourth quarter alone. The two leading receivers right now in the entire NFL are supported by Tua Tungavailoa. It's Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell with 284 and 240. So there were all those question marks. Would Tua be able to even support, you know, all the weapons that the Dolphins were providing with him? Well, this game, if it wasn't a clear indicator enough, it seems like that isn't something necessarily to worry about. So, as we look at the whole scope of this game, the Dolphins started out this game just about as rough and as bad as the game as you could imagine. Devin DuVernay, uh, the receiver for the Ravens who started off red hot back in week one, he returned a kick return for a touchdown on the opening play of the game. And after that, just almost immediately, it became the Lamar Jackson show. Uh, He later found Rashad Bateman for a 75-yard touchdown, and then he followed that up with another touchdown pass to tight end Mark Andrews. Uh, The Dolphins desperately needed some points as they were heading into the half, and Tua threw an ill-advised pass, a deep pass to Waddle. There was two defenders in the area. It was intercepted, that was to a second interception. Both of them came at the hands of Marcus Williams. The Ravens, on the other hand, made that interception and then like butter, their offense diced through this Dolphins defense for yet another TD right before the half. So the Ravens offense was flowing. The Dolphins defense had no answer and they entered the half down by a score of 28 to seven. Now, the Dolphins came out in the second half and quickly reclaimed some of that momentum. Tight end Mike Kosicki, as you remember, one catch last week in week one, only one yard. He made this spectacular grab Tua threw it high in an area where only Mike Gasicki could make the catch. He used that massive frame, that athleticism to go up, make a tremendous grab, something that I think will go down as one of the top catches of the year and added some much needed fire to this team. And I will say though, he followed it up with one of the worst gritties you'll ever see. So unfortunately for the Dolphins, uh, Lamar Jackson wasn't quite done yet. At this point, he busted this run right through the center of the field, 79 yard rushing touchdown there but that is really where the Ravens offense would kind of begin to stagnate Uh, meanwhile the Dolphins offense on the other side was starting to come alive Tua on the following drive would find Jalen Waddle for two catches a total for 50 yards and they eventually got into the Ravens red zone where he would find River Craycraft for a touchdown on this play Tua hit this vicious spin move causing a defender to just completely whiff on him and then he was able to roll out to his left side find Craycraft in stride for the pass. Uh, it was Craig Craft's first career touchdown reception, so big congrats to him. Awesome play there from Tua. The Dolphins then, on the next drive, held Lamar Jackson on a fourth and one run, which set up a 48-yard bomb to Tyreek Hill over Marcus Peters. Now, after another Ravens three and out, Tua would find Tyreek Hill yet again for a massive touchdown, a 60-yard touchdown pass. This time, it was along the sideline. How Tyreek Hill... Made managed to get that open, I will never understand. But whatever, at this point, the game is now tied up at a score of 35 to 35. The Ravens would drive down the field, being forced to settle for a field goal that would give them the lead in this one. This put Tua Tungavailoa in a two-minute drill situation. The Dolphins were down by three, all eyes were on him, and whether he would be able to rise to the occasion. Tua promptly finds Tyreek Hill for a gain of 21. Then on the following play, he finds him again for a gain of nine. Chase Edmonds broke off a run down the center that was close to being a touchdown. And then in the moment that we were all waiting for, Tua found Jalen Waddle on a contested catch in the end zone that gave the Dolphins the lead with 14 seconds and setting up a Dolphins victory. Now, before we talk about the Dolphins, first things first here, major credit goes to Lamar Jackson, who put on an absolute show. The guy was a cheat code. He finished his game 21 for 29. 318 yards passing, four total touchdowns, and 119 rushing yards. How a quarterback can put up these kind of stats and not win a game is mind-blowing, and it really shows how well the Dolphins fared in what became a shootout. Now, when it comes to Tua Tungavailoa, the guy was absolutely spectacular. It's impossible to look at this performance and look at that just immaculate stat line and say that he played anything less than incredible in this game. He did so Start the game off rough. He missed on a few throws. His first interception, he tried to force the ball to Tyreek Hill. He had two defenders all over him. The guy, uh, the pass had nowhere near enough speed. And then that second interception was just kind of frustrating to look at. But he made up for those mistakes and then some. And we're going to talk about that in one of my takeaways. But the first takeaway I have here is that the Dolphins' offense is great. And a lot of credit here needs to go to Coach Mike McDaniel, the guy in. the post-game press conference was talking about how adversity is an opportunity. It seems like the players on this team really buy in to what Mike McDaniel is preaching, kind of this feeling of getting your confidence up, enjoying the sport of football, and trying to remove that element of pressure and just letting yourself flow freely with the game. A lot of that seems to be what Mike McDaniel is preaching, and I just love the play calls. This is an offense, I, I can't even begin to tell you how long we've been watching this team on 3rd to 15. You see a draw play or you see a bubble screen. I remember people, you know, convincing us that Adam Gase was an offensive guru and we would watch this mind-numbingly boring offense. And then with Brian Flores, I'll give him credit on the defensive side of the ball. The defense did look great, but I would take this, even if the Dolphins lost this game, give me a shootout like this every single time. How exhilarating was it to watch these big plays over and over and over again. This looks like the teams that we see across the NFL. This was actually an exciting game to watch. I love this. Even little plays uh, like Mike McDaniel's call, there was a play where the Ravens motioned uh, Andrews over the tight end underneath right behind center and he took a direct snap on a fourth and one. And Mike McDaniel said, okay, I see you with that play. And they ran the exact same play with Ingold, had him motion over behind the center. He took it and they did the exact same thing little things like that and of course just the exciting dynamic of Tyreek Hill I have never seen a receiver so casually drop 190 yards and two touchdowns I mean Jalen Waddle was an absolute monster he was demanding a ton of volume 19 targets in this game how ridiculous and it was clear that he was the main target of this game but then to have Tyreek Hill casually just go out there and put the Sneakiest 190 yards you'll ever see. It's just ridiculous to me. My next takeaway here is that the defense for the Dolphins, I have to say, was abysmal in that first half. They were getting absolutely torched. It may make for some exciting games like this if the Dolphins is uh, offense is forced to kind of take on the brunt of the work, but it's never a good sign when a team that I don't think has necessarily the most dominant weapons at the receiver position when you're getting beat by Rashad Bateman when you're getting beat by uh, Devin DuVernay, you have to do better. I'm hoping there are better games in the future for the Miami Dolphins defense, but this one was a rough one. The next takeaway here was, you know, it may not have been a lot, but... Was that a running game that we saw out there? Was that a glimmer of a running game? I like that. The Dolphins finished this game only 86 yards on the ground but Raheem Mostert didn't look bad 4.6 yards per carry I really liked that he was getting the bulk of the carries and then Chase Edmonds out there 5 carries for 33 yards including that big one for 28 at the end of the game. I liked what I saw from the running game. I think there will be better games in the future of course the Dolphins were down big so it was hard to get the running game really and make it a focus of this one, but I'm hopeful that we'll see the running game incorporated more and things will trend upwards. The last takeaway that I have here was this was potentially a career-defining moment for quarterback Tua Tungvaluwa in this game. This is one that is going to silence everybody. There are no Dolphin fans. I haven't seen Dolphin fans this united about something since maybe the Tyreek Hill trade or the fact when they drafted Tua originally. Everybody seems United over to a success. Even some of the people who were doubting him on a level that was just very extreme have now changed their tune, and I'm completely fine with that. I know throughout the course of even this game, I was kind of saying that you know there was areas that Tua's accuracy did not look good, especially in that first half. But what he was able to do in that second half in that fourth quarter specifically what he was able to do command this team that was one of those looming questions with Tua can he pull a team back into a game can he hang in there if it turns into a shootout and I don't think there's any more of a clear indicator that he can do that than how he performed in this game I even had some question marks about his arm strength about other things like that but after this performance Performance. he's done enough that he is silenced just about every critic that was left after this one so hopefully he can keep things going but as of right now the Dolphins are 2-0 their offense looks absolutely fire and Tua Tungavailoa seems to be doing a great job at commanding this team guys I would love to know what you guys think as always you can follow me on twitter that is at shady steven and at via the source would love to hear any responses from you guys but that is how I'm going to wrap it up Until next time, I'm Steven Masso, and this was Via the Source.